Hello, listeners, and welcome to our special Poppies edition of the Hot Toy Cast. We're a little bit behind schedule on our recordings at the moment, so allow me to, first of all, apologize to our listeners for the, the slack, the slackness. Um, it's all my fault, by the way. I've just been absolutely slammed since Christmas with some of the best work I have ever... I'm an artist, I'm a self-employed artist, folks may or may not know, but I've been dropped some of the most amazing jobs I have ever, I could ever possibly imagine since Christmas. It's crazy, and it's work you just don't say no to. I haven't even gone to the gym properly in like two months. That's how busy I am, so we're trying to get a Poppy's episode in, and we're going to try and get another one in, in next week, and I'm going to try and increase the pace of the podcast and stuff like that, but I've managed to pry Mike away from his family because he doesn't love his family as much as Jeff does, clearly. So, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> but we're going to take on Poppy's today, aren't we, Mike? We're going to go yeah. through a nose. Now, last year's one, we went on for nearly two and a half hours. We're not going to do that this year, Mike. <laughs> We're just going to slam through them and have little bits of discussion. Now, all th- this year as well seems a little bit easier going as well because, quite frankly, your listing is shorter this year, isn't it? There's a little less for us to talk about, isn't there, this year? You've kind of... Uh, I don't know if there is or not. There's well, actually more categories, but... There's actually more categories? Well, I'm on Yeah, your... there's 20 this year instead of 19. Oh, God, oh, man. 19. Well, at the moment, no, I'm on, the, I'm on your webpage, and it's yeah. the Poppy's 2017 page. Yep. And it's the one where we have uh, the 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 the, uh, the pop Suicide Squad Joker in his tuxedo. First, his first image. Yep, that's the first one. That's the one we're doing. Okay, Mike. Well, for those of us who are uninitiated or don't know, tell us a little bit about the poppies. All right. So the poppies are sort of like the Academy Awards for pop culture collectibles. We get together 150 or so judges. I think there was 155 or 156 this year. Uh, they come out of five different areas: uh, the, the companies, the artists, uh, the uh, retailers, some uh, subset of collectors, and then uh, the media. So web pages and you Yahoo, <laughs> Yahoo, YouTube video. Yahoo. I'm starting to show my age, or maybe they're just yahoos, but uh, uh, YouTube-type folks. Uh, And we bring them all together, and we build a ballot. It takes about three months to get everybody to build a ballot and make all their nominations and pick the things they want to see on the ballot. And then we put that ballot uh, up uh, in uh, mid-January or so, and we vote. Let's get voting. I've taken a vote. I was a bit late coming to the party because of the work and stuff, but uh, I managed to get my vote in just before it ended and stuff like that. So, Okay, so... Let us start off then with the poppies, the best of 2017 as selected by industry judges. And the first one is best overall company. Yeah, now there's no big surprise here. This Hot Toys has won this category like every year, almost every year for like ever since they switched to licensed figures. They've sort of dominated this yeah. thing so for like 10 years. I mean, and I'm not surprised, right? That, in the industry, they're still considered pretty much a leader across the board. What is interesting here is while the Hot Toys won, and I, and again, it's no between Star Wars, Marvel, and DC, uh, they're really crushing it. Uh, but for the second year in a row, Mezco took second, and I think that uh, that's an interesting indication that uh, Mezco is with their 112 line is really starting to uh, put some pressure on. Who are the nominations in that category? We better do the nominations. Oh, God, first there must have been like three dozen of them. Really. Okay, yeah, so yeah, we always have a big, uh, large number of nominations in that category because we like to cover most of the companies that are pretty active. Yeah, but um, it's usually comes down to you know the three that won this year. Um, I think it was uh, who was in third? Hasbro. Hasbro was in third. Yeah, um, and there's only a couple others like NECA and you know that really that really kind of dominate. Now, why have you decided to put Hasbro uh, on, on the top here this year? Why has Hasbro got, got, gotten so uh, good this year? Because... Why they took third? Why they managed to get? I think it's because, see, I wouldn't have picked them myself. And remember, when I did my awards, they wouldn't have been in the top three. But I think it's because they're still cranking out the Star Wars Black so well and, and doing a fairly decent job with the smaller Star Wars. And they they, they really crushed it with Marvel Legends. Um, you know, there was no trouble finding Marvel Legends on the shelves. They were, they're like the dominant action figure line this year cool. on the shelves. Right, cool. There's a lot of them. Okay, so best overall company of 2017 is Hot Toys. Hot Toys. But uh, Mesco is definitely chomping at the heels there a little bit on yep. that one. I think I think people might be getting a little bit, I mean, because it is, it is Star Wars crazy now with the Hot Toys and stuff. And it's just Star Wars and Marvel. And we, we, we don't seem to be getting as many of the other kinds of things as we would like. But... Man, there are companies, Star Wars and Marvel's where the cash is at. What what you gonna do? You know, what are you gonna do? Well, I think that leads nicely into the next category, the best overall line, the high end best overall line. Okay, what are our nominations uh, hot, for that? 
Well, Hot Toys den- tends to dominate here too, right? Yeah. I mean, in years past, uh, they were doing some of the best high-end lines overall of anybody, and they and they did pretty well. You just mentioned Marvel and Star Wars, and that's the second and third. You know, their 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 Star Wars took second, and their Marvel took third. So again, they were close, but for the second year in a row, Mezco's one twelve line uh, took the top spot here, which is which is pretty interesting that they're they're consistently beating Hot Toys at the in this category in particular. Because if you think about it, while they are high end, I mean, you're talking eighty bucks now. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a 112 figure, uh, comparing them to something like a Hot Toys figure, and then and them winning, uh, I think it's, that's pretty interesting. I think it is. I think it, it is. It is definitely very. Interesting. I kind of feel it's got a lot to do with the variety of the characters that uh, Mezco bring it out too, though. You know, I, I can't. Yeah, feel I think so. There, there's a mix of the movie licenses and then the road stuff as yep. well, which is which is which is always well, great. and some of the smaller lines too, like you know, now we got Evil Dead coming, and uh, yeah. you know they did Frankenstein, and I think that that's them them. I hope they keep mixing it up like that, and they don't go down the road of just Marvel DC. Oh uh, well, I I, I I can tell you that there's definitely plenty of uh, other surprises coming from Mezco. Now, what's also interesting in this category is it's one of the rare times that the people's picks, which you know I have readers vote as well, and they have their own thing called the people's picks. Yep. Uh, and those match exactly uh, with the judges. Uh, they do. Yeah. Mar- Hot Toys Marvel took third. Hot Toys Star Wars took second, and the One Twelve Collective took first. So, it's not just the judges that think that. That's great. It's, that's okay. The exciting stuff from Mesco. We'll have Mez on here in a, uh, soon enough, and we'll get to talk about that a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Well, you have, have to hang on. You have a just a second. I gotta let the dog in. Let the dog in. I'm not gonna say woof, 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 woof. So while I'm doing this, I can do like a little Irish dance. I could edit this out, listeners, but I'm really, really up against the deadline here this week, so I'm, I, I won't be editing out. But um, I was very interested to see that Mezco is still continuing to do a little bit of damage here against Hot Toys. All right. With thing. Is the dog back in? What's the name of the dog? Uh, that was Chloe. Chammy's still out there. He's going to get his butt in here. He'll be coming crashing in in a minute. Chloe and Chammy. Cool. All right. All right. So we're on what? Be- best, best overall, overall low end. Low end. Um, I don't like okay, the term so low end. I don't like the term yeah, low end. Yeah, I know, everybody. But see, you're, t- you're, you're adding your own bias to the concept of low end. True, true. But, you know. It doesn't mean low quality. It just means it's cheaper. True. All right. <laughs> and if and, we said it's a cheaper end, it would sound bad as well. Yeah, there's only so way. I mean, you know, less expensive. Less expensive. All right. Um, and you know the the uh, the Star Wars Black took silver. I thought that was interesting. They, you know, they still. My biggest problem with the Star Wars Black line is I can't ever find any of them around here. They still continue to be really crappy distribution. Really. But yeah, yeah, I can never. It, I I almost always have to end up buying them online because targets and. Walmart's around here just don't get much of the new stuff. Well, I just worry uh, now um, about like toys. Well, we'll get onto that maybe well, at the with, end of the show. Yeah, toys, toys rest is We'll talk about that at the end of the show. And then we got. But what I was really interested in is the third place winner was the Mythic Legends line from the Four Horsemen. I know how yes. much you like that. Oh, yeah. Have you got any and, of these uh, yet? You've actually have you? No, got I didn't get any of the Mythic Legends. Mission Not Legions. a single one. You, 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 no, sorry, Legions. Yeah, you do need to be. You do. I got the name wrong as well. For ages, CB was giving me fierce crap for it. <laughs> I got. I was calling them Mystic Legions, but no, it's Mythic Legions. Um, yep. I, I I love these figures. Just as a, a, as a thingy, I I've got about. I've, no, I've got about thirty-five of them. I absolutely absolutely adore these figures. These are they're kind of everything you want the fantasy toy line to be. They're kind of like, they make you feel like Master Universe felt as if when you were a kid. They had that same kind of, because these are kind of unspecific characters, you can kind of make up whatever you want about them or anything like that, but they're just really nice. They're expensive. They are expensive to get, but, but if you get on your Kickstarter and you get in early, they're good. But on the secondary market, man, these things go up a hell of a lot. So, aside from everything else, not that I condone that, they are a good investment as well. But yeah, Mythic Legions and Marvel Legends. Marvel Legends. And then the Marvel Legends took it. Yep, yep, yep. I'm not surprised at all. They they did a really good job. I don't know. I lost track of how many waves they put out this year and how many Build-A-Figures. And uh, I think that their concept of putting together comic-themed figures with movie-themed figures in various lines and waves yeah. and, and kind of tying them to the MCU, uh, I think that was pretty smart. It gets I mean, kids involved, but yet they also get to pick up some characters they hadn't seen before. I personally, I mean, I got the Angela figure from Marvel Legends, which is, you know, a character I quite like, and, you know, the prototype pictures make it look really nice, but once you kind of get that in hand, I, yeah, it is a, it is, it is a cheaper feeling figure and stuff like that, but if, if, you, if you have a Mythic Legion, you, you, you see the paint applications, and you feel there's, there's a quality difference there. It's, it's quite staggering. 
how mm-hmm. the, the, the difference between the quality between a, a Marvel Legends and a Mythic Legion. So if it was on a pure quality thing, I I would have I would have put Mythic Legions above. But I guess Mythic Legions is a, such a niche thing, and it is an online thing only. It's kind of a, it's a little bit limiting in that sense for a lot of people. So I would I would like to think what would happen if Mythic Legions was on the toy shelves alongside a Marvel Legends, and what would collectors right. think then? That would be an interesting one. Okay. Yep. Next one. Oh, okay. So now we got the Eddie Wires Award. Now Eddie Wires was a, uh, a uh, uh, in he was in the industry as a as a uh, painter. He uh, did a lot of prototype painting. Uh, he was really talented, uh, and along with being an exceptionally talented uh, individual, he was also a really really fantastic human being. And everybody in the industry who knew him and got to be fortunate enough to know him uh, really liked and loved Eddie. Uh, and so this award, he died uh, a few years back. Quite suddenly, and this award is sort of uh, in remembrance of his outstanding paintwork. And the idea here is, we're looking for, as you know, you know, you can have a, you can have the most amazing sculpt in the world, and if the production paint sucks, nobody's ever going to know it. Oh yeah. Uh, and you can have the the worst, <laughs> you, know, you can have a pretty piss poor sculpt, and a really great paint job can make a huge difference. Yes, it can. So uh, this is sort of looking for those items, those collectibles where the paint took it to the next level. Where it was something about the the quality of the paint application, and particularly a production paint application, that set it apart. Yeah. And the winner here is the Hot Toys Harlequin. I was a little surprised by this. Now, I, I'm not surprised that everybody loves the Hot Toys Harlequin. I do think that that face is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did an exceptional job on the mouth and the lips and the teeth. It's really super realistic, and they did just the right amount of sort of. Uh, uh, the way her makeup is sort of you know running and yeah, smeared yeah, yeah. and I mean they made it really super realistic, uh, and so yeah she's the one who took it. I thought you know my pick was the Punisher from one twelve. Uh, I thought that that battle damaged head particularly on the one twelve Punisher, especially at a figure that's only six and a quarter inches yes. tall or so, uh, was an exceptional. The creases on his face. He, he took second. He took silver, and the Hot Toys Harley beat him out for first. <sighs> I mean, I would. I, 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 I think on skill alone, painting something smaller as a as a one twelfth would probably be quite a lot harder than than thingy. So I mean, I think the Mezco in terms of achievement is, is is a pretty pretty solid achievement, especially on that that punch is a great choice because he is he's really like, the, the the blood is shiny, you know, the, the the recesses of his skin are a little darker and things. Like that. And to get something so kind of crisp on the, on the small figures is no mean feat. I mean, I thought the Superman BVS Superman was a little lice. I think that they, they kind of slightly dro- dropped it on that one, but you pick mm-hmm. up something like the Punisher, and then it's absolutely, absolutely amazing. And uh, there's a few others as well that are, that are pretty good. Uh, that were good, but yeah, I know I love the paint on Harley Quinn. Ver- such a vivid figure. I mean, yeah, because uh, she has the tattoos as well. No, I know that's painted. Yep. I know that's printed on. And stuff yeah, like but that, still, but it counts. Because you can do that poorly too. <laughs> you can do that very poorly as well. Okay, which swiftly takes us on to best female figures, 18 inches and up. Yeah, male and female. We combine this one. Uh, usually, the last couple of years, this has just been male figures because there hasn't been any females in the quarter scale and in the figure area. Uh, but this year we had the the Batman Returns Catwoman from NECA, which deserved uh, being on the ballot. And she did manage to take the bronze. She took third in the poppies. Um, the uh, second place was the Iron Man MK42, the deluxe version that they released this last year. Yeah. We're going to see some more of those deluxe versions, right? Didn't they already announce the uh, uh, MK3? Yes. As a deluxe, yeah. and I suspect they're going to do that a few more times. But the winner that, you know, NECA kind of dominates this category. I mean, there's like, it, it's pretty hard to, to argue with um, their ability in this category. Uh, it, to me, it you know, you can have a Hot Toys that, does one of these that's way more high-end and, you know, really exceptional. Uh, but for if you're really looking for a quarter-scale action figure um, in more of a Marvel Legends tradition, uh, that NECA just can't be beat. Yeah. And they won it again this year. Uh, they took it with their uh, Michelangelo out of the TMNT. Such a good figure. Series. Yeah, all they won that last year. With, it was whoever they had last year, Leonardo or Raphael, one of those. It was Raphael last year. Last year. Yeah, and they're just a, they're just an exceptional they're exceptional th- figures. And and the thing is that these figures used to be, you know, when they first started with the quarter scale uh, 12, 14 years ago, right? Companies like McFarlane and uh, yep. even Mezco did some and Palisades I think did a few. Yep. They were rotocast, right? And so they were hollow and the joints were just cut joints. 
Um, they've really come a long way. It really is like a big Marvel Legends figure these days. Yeah, but, that's, but the, what I love about the and they're still about the same price. I, remember, you a, a dozen years ago, you would have paid a hundred bucks for a quarter scale. Like, um, what was the one uh, pumpkin head or um, was the Predator? Legend, remember the? Oh, he had a legend when that was. Oh god, those he, things were a hundred bucks then, and now it's you know. Yeah, and that, le- later, that legend came with his head fell off. Yeah, and they had a lot more trouble with the plastic back then. He had problems with breakage in the waist. Oh, he was t- dude. He broke his head, fell off. His broke at the waist. Yeah. It was that plastic was terrible on that figure. Like it was the worst I've ever seen in my life. But these uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figures from the first movie back in the eighties, they, they, they look like they walked straight out of the screen because they got the different expressions. The eyes are absolutely superb figures. But like, I mean, there's not much competition, like you said, in in, in this category. To be fair, so it's kind of going to be a bit of a bit of a, bit of a no-brainer in there, really. But Michelangelo does one. I mean, they were, they were kind of competing with themselves now. There was no other company in that category, really, was it, besides NECA? No, Hot Toys. It took second. What do they have? All right, yeah, they had the Iron Just Man. Just about the MK42, yep. They had the Iron Man. I mean, I have that one. That is pretty amazing. But yeah, no, actually, I would, I would, I would, I would be happy with that too. I'd be, I, I would agree. Ninja Turtles is better. Yep, yep. It's a better thing. All right, so now we got our big category, right? Best males, twelve to seventeen inches. This is uh, six scale heaven here. Yeah, you um, see, I can test this and- one. Yeah, I bet you don't like this one because, you know, you had... Well, first off, we didn't put the... I, my... At the end of the year, once put I you, had him out, closer to your face. Him. Put your mic a bit closer to your face, please. Put the mic where? Put your mic a little bit closer to your mouth. Just a little bit. You're a little oh, low. Sure. Uh, the... the um, as far as I'm concerned, the best figure after I had him out and open was the Guardians of the Galaxy um, Star-Lord. The second yes. one. Yep. Guardians he he is an... But he didn't come out early enough. We decided, as the judges decided as a group, he was just too close late in December. Not enough people would have seen him. It just wouldn't have given him a fair yeah, shot. Yeah, contender for next year. So we're going to move him to 2018. Yep. But I, once you take him away, you know, there was a lot of competition last year. There yes. were some really great figures yes, from a lot of good companies. It's not just Hot Toys anymore. And I think that's interesting that the third place this year was taken by um, Blitzway with their Egon, Ghostbusters Egon. And, you know, we reviewed those figures. We talked a lot about them. Um, it, just the simple fact that I got all the Ghostbusters at one time. I didn't have to wait for one of them every six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? We got them all at one time. I, I was thrilled with them. And I would say Egon, you know, he's, he's he was one of the two best out of the four. <sighs> Second place went to Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Good old Doctor Strange. He was my pick for the year. I really like him. I thought that both the paint and the portrait were excellent. He had a more complex costume than some of the other Marvel characters. Um, but he got beat out by the one, the only Hulkbuster. Hulkbuster took first, and I'm not in the least bit surprised. It seems like every year Hot Toys has like one thing they do that just like blows everything else away. That's like you know, the oh my god moment when you hold it in your hands. And I'm, so I'm not surprised that Hulkbuster took the top spot. But I know you had some other stuff. Well, I don't know. You see, I, I, I slightly disagree with having the Hulk, even the Hulkbuster in there. But I will also contest on the Hulkbuster. And I'll, I'll put it to you like this. It's all about being a fan for me. I am a huge fan of Iron Man. I have, the, I have my seven cubicles. I've got my amazing Iron Man display. On paper, I should be buying the Hulkbuster. But you know what put me off getting it? Well, aside from the price, of course, and all the rest of it, but I could have, you know, traded off and maybe managed to get it somehow. But you know what put me off? Was just the simple lack of posability. I want to be able to, to do a punch with the Hulk, and he, his legs did not move enough for me to warrant. I, mm. it's, I, yes, you can move the arms up, but if the legs cannot move, then for me it does not qualify as an action figure. You have to move the legs. And based on that, that's... That alone, I, that's why I did not get the Hulkbuster, because I just thought the leg movement was nowhere near sufficient enough. I had the Ironmonger, that had pretty good leg articulation. I understand there's an engineering introduced because the figure has to go into it, and I know it, the, the legs are even more limited with the figure inside it, which I totally guess. But I do feel that those legs needed to have more stompy, motion, twisty action to get more into there's his poses are so static and he looks like an action figure even though if he stood there in maybe your hall of chamber or whatever like he'd look amazing but if you're going to get the whole bus you do want him to have a little bit more of an interactive action figurey feature and for me that's why i i, I wouldn't go for that and that's why i, th- I think jen erso i would have put jen erso instead of hulk bus she's female oh yeah well, therefore, I wouldn't have put Jen Hurston before Hulkbuster. <laughs> I would have, I would, I would have probably put Egon Spengler uh, above Hulkbuster. 
actually. Or Doctor Strange. <sighs> it's a tough one, because the likeness of Doctor Strange is very good, and I love, the, as you guys said, the, la the layers and layers of materials on him is very good. Yeah, it's a more complex outfit it's than more some complex of the others. Out, but anyway, I wouldn't, I, I, that's my opinion on Hulkbuster. I wouldn't have gotten him for him myself. Yeah, well, so. see, I love Hulkbuster. I yeah. thought the posability was good enough for what you're getting, considering the size. And for me, I haven't bought an Iron Man in two years, because mm. I'm just... I'm just Iron Maned out. They're, I don't care what the costumes look like anymore. Yeah. Uh, I have enough of them. Now we'll see what he looks like uh, in uh, the next movie. But, you know, we'll, we'll see if I pick up another one at that point. But mm. uh, for me, at least the Hulkbuster was a unique enough character that uh, he stands out amongst all the millennium of Iron Man I already have. And it was nice seeing K2SO getting a third place slot in there as well, and the people's picks as well, because K2SO is yeah, a yeah. really yeah, special figure. There was a really well-engineered figure. Yeah. You know, this was a, I was surprised how poseable he was, um, and how good they did with that engineering. Absolutely lovely figure. Okay, Swift Alright, so on. next up, yep. best male figure, 5 to 11 inches. So this is sort of that mid-range, a lot of 112 stuff in here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Inch stuff, uh, and I was kind of shocked because as much as I love one twelfth, I did not anticipate that they would sweep the category. Um, but they did; they swept. Third place went to Space Ghost. Second place went to the Joker, and first place was uh, dominated by uh, our friend the Punisher. So that itself was the Poppy's Awards. But it should be also noted that the people's picks was Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm -hmm. That's a SHI. That's a figure arts figure. All right. Okay, that's that one. Uh, and. Yep. The Joker and Punisher, no, no change there. Your personal picks, my picks, your personal picks. Was that yeah, my, pick? my personal picks? I I really like that. The Forest Troll out of the you know we were just talking about. The oh, so you've region. got the you've got the Forest Troll. Yeah, no, I I've only seen it. I've, remember, I do see this stuff. I don't have, don't own it all, but <laughs> you should, Mike. You should. I had the fortunate to uh, handle it at San Diego Comic Con. So. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, they're like little babies. Uh, and the Green Goblin things. out of Marvel Legends, which I thought was a really good figure. And then, of course, Punisher. Still, everybody agreed the Punisher was the figure for the year. I would have put Space Ghost above Punisher simply because I felt Punisher lacked pouches to put his weapons and stuff in. I think he needed a little bit more. Well, actually, no. This well, this white one does have pouches and stuff. The other one didn't. The regular one didn't. So this is. Uh oh, is the which Punisher it gets first place specifically? Is it the white one? Classic. Yeah, the white one. Classic. The classic one, which should be noted, is a variant and or an exclusive variant as well, isn't it? Uh, yeah, somebody had it. I forget which one it was. I guess well, there was I... like five different Punishers released. So should I be fickling and say that should we be including like super? I guess it, look, the figure's a figure. A figure's a figure. If it's, if it's... Well, yeah, what difference does it make? Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Okay, okay. Best best male figure under five inches. Yep. So. Uh... This is a category I don't buy anything in anymore. Almost, almost nothing. I buy very few figures in the smaller scale these days. Uh, but uh, I was there is some really interesting stuff being done by uh, some of the non-mainstream companies. Yeah, indeed. And, yes. And this is the only one of only two categories where we had a tie, which is super, super rare. Uh, that it would be so few because you're you've got a hundred and more than a hundred and fifty judges, so you don't you don't have a ton of people voting in this one, right? You don't have a, a bazillion people. And under in the under five inch category you had like two dozen choices. So when you got that many choices and not a lot of voters, you tend to have more ties. Um, and this was only one of only two categories out of the twenty categories where we had a tie. So um, in past years we've had more ties, which I think just goes back to that the winners this year were just so much above and beyond everything else that there wasn't a lot of uh, close votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so the third place one was a tie, a three-way tie between the Usagi Jimbo that we saw, the uh, Ultimate Gizmo, which I really like. That's an NECA figure yeah. uh, with the multiple Gizmo faces and stuff. And then a Link figure, which was uh, also uh, really nice. That's I think that's the one by um, uh, what's, uh, what's that Japanese company? Um, I don't know. Kid Robot. Oh, oh, it's killing me. I'll think of it in a minute because they've got a couple other winners this year. Uh, then Bye -bye. the Ultimate Chucky took bronze. Now, the Ultimate Chucky I don't own. Another person told me just today, oh, you've got to pick up an Ultimate Chucky. Uh, I had no idea he was so popular. Uh, but he is cool. He's got, again, he's got the multiple faces and uh, a lot of accessories. Another NECA figure. And then the the winners were, it was a tie between the Gladiator Hulk, which is uh, was in the two-pack, a little the, the little smaller Marvel Legends two-pack. Yeah. Uh, Thor Ragnarok and the Gladiator Hulk were in a two-pack together, and the Gladiator Hulk was pretty sweet. Uh, and Bucky O'Hare. Yes. Which is a really cool little figure. Which He's the photo awesome. Item. He's absolutely awesome. He's got the faces and the, with the different expressions and yeah. the hands, and he's just a great articulation. He's a really cute figure. Uh, well, if you're a big fan of Bucky O'Hare, he's, he's about perfect. Boss fight do great. 
great figures, man. I mean, it's really nice to see them because I I got all their um, their Vitruvian hacks. I got all those ones before. Their uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the great, all the nice great stuff. Job. Absolutely. But then this little I haven't got this Bucky myself as well, but I've seen plenty of pics, and he's so well made and he's spot on. And it was a great little cartoon from the, the early '90s. That show, I'm telling you, Bucky O'Hare was. If, did, you, did you ever see this? It was quite quite a cool little show. All right, there you go. Well, well done. Uh, uh, nice tie there. Interesting having a tie between Bucky O'Hare and uh, all there, but well done to Boss Fight and uh, Marvel yeah. there. Well, a good place. smile. That's who I was trying to think of. Good smile did that link, I think. Ah, okay. Yeah, tied a little figure that link. Of, very, very. They do a lot of good video game figures. They're, they're nice and clean, aren't they? They're a very nice, clean... Really good paint apps. Too. Yeah, yeah. Just, really good paint apps. Lo- love that. It's all about the paint apps. Okay, swiftly on to best female figure, 11 inches to 17, 17 inches. Now there you have another Hot Toys dominated category. Okay. Um, yeah. We we you know we saw a few. What's nice is you're seeing a lot more female figures these days from everybody. Yes. Um, than than four or five years ago. We're actually seeing a ton of them now, uh, but Hot Toys still dominates in this category as you'd expect they would. And the Suicide Squad, Harley took first place, which I think is interesting because everybody hates that movie so much. You hear constantly how everybody hates the movie, and one of the things they hate about it is Harley and her, her different the design and the costume and the character, blah 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 blah. But yep, she she took the the spot, beating Wonder Woman and Jen Erso, which I was a little surprised. I had Jen Erso at the top of the three, uh, but both people, both the people picks and the poppies picked uh, Harley. What do you think? I would have gone for Jed Urso as much as I do love Harley. I do love Harley. I think she's good. The thing what Harley Harley Quinn is, she represents that paint up little little girls love painting up. She has the whole colors and everything. It, people as as you know as questionable as our outfit may be in some arenas, uh, girls love it. They they love Harley Quinn. It's the whole makeup and the white and all this stuff. But because a little girl over here and she was drawing on my Cintiq last week, she was drawing Harley Quinn. I was trying to show her and she was so different. I I had I did give a, a, a four-year-old girl a hold of, I did let her hold the Harley Quinn figure, but she was very good. She was very delicate with it, so that let me know. But I, I would have given this to Jen Erso myself, simply because, the deluxe Jen Erso, simply because... Yeah, the just, deluxe was so nice. It, it, there was a lot there with her. You got all these amazing, amazing accessories. You can change her onto her whole kind of more ranger outfit and everything. But I just thought that likeness was amazing. I thought the likeness was off the chain with that figure. I thought her anatomy, her posability was really, really, really nice. Harley's nice, but she's slightly limited by her, her, her legs a little bit because they are unique legs. and yep. her slightly limited by her high heels. But I really loved the posability of Jen Erso figure as well, as well as being really screen accurate. If you get those two yeah. things right, posability and screen accurate, I don't think you can beat it. So I'm surprised... Because for me, again, technically, I think Jen Erso should have won that over Harley. But Harley's an exquisite-looking figure. But yeah, I think Harley's a little flashier too. I mean, yeah, she's just she's a little flashier on the shelf. And she, yeah, she is. I mean, she is loud in the shelf. I'll tell you, because if you surround her with all the other BVS, which are quite muted, dark colors, even Wonder Woman to a certain degree, Harley screams at you. All right. Well done, Harley. Which, speaking of Harley, now we move into the five to eleven-inch line, and the one twelfth Harlequin wins. So you, you can't argue with the design. Doesn't well, matter tell us the, the nominations. Tell you us do t- it well, she wins again. Tell us, tell us what were in, were, were the nominations in this one then. So what 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 was she, what was up against well, this one? The uh, you know a lot of Marvel Legends figures dominate in this. Uh, there was some Star Wars Black. You know it's a it's a line. There was there was a, there was a few Japanese imports. Some some figure arts. Um, the uh, Good Smile Zelda took third, um, which is another very clean, very attractive figure. The Marvel Legends Hela took second. Uh, she was certainly a unique design. I think that goes a lot to the character, too. All the Marvel Legends were nice this year. They did a lot better job with their paintwork and their articulation. and their, they, they had a lot better plastic than they've had in past years where it was a little soft. Uh, but ah. I think the Hela, particularly the, the, the two head sculpts, and uh, the likeness to Blanchette, I think they did a really good job. So she took second. But yeah, the 112 Harley, I, I just think that it's also a really good sign for the 112 line, being the first female figure. They did knock it out of the park. I mean, it was it was a good figure. Uh, I like the underlying body. I think they'll be able to use that well uh, with some minor alterations for several other figures coming up. So uh, between her and, and the, you know, the, the soon-to-be Wonder Woman, I think they're doing good. Yeah, well, I can tell you there's some nice... Um, I can definitely confirm that they'll be doing some nice females, for sure, coming up. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I'd agree with that one, too. I would agree with that. I, again, I think I think there was not, not much... I, I don't think the competition really came near that, that 112 tarly. So, again, well done, Mezco. Again, on that one. Okay, best female figure under five inches. 
Wow. So yeah, here we got the little tiny ones. Uh, and and Zelda from uh, Good Smile. This is the Zelda that is um, uh, the Nandroid uh, version. Hmm. And uh, she's got kind of that real cutesy, uh, almost Funko look to her. You know, she's one of the smaller style figures. Um, and I, so, you know, I'm not surprised she won. I was, I, she beat out the 66 Batgirl from Funko, which was, um, I was surprised that even made it into the top three because, you know, I loved it, but hell, I thought I was the last person who watched 66 Batman. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was the, it was, you know, it's not one of the Funkos like they did with the five points of articulation where they tried to make it look like they were old Kenner figures. Um, they actually upped their game with, you know, they, they changed their paradigm with that line, uh, and went for figures that were a little more articulated and a little more accurate to the characters. So I thought that's. 66 Batman line was nice. I've heard we're getting a second series here pretty soon, so uh, that's good. And then the third place was Miss Piggy from uh, Diamond Select. Uh, I, you know, that's a line that I like. I really oh, do lovely. like it a lot they're better than I thought those. it was. Yeah. Well, I, I was one of those people who was whining about the scale uh, when they first came out, but I've bought them all, and I'm and they, they really are nice. Because they're smaller than the uh, last crowd who did them. Who did them yeah, 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 they're pretty tiny. Yeah, but but I saw the animal one last week. Been it's absolutely nice. That, that, so, so the winner of this one is this little Zelda figure, and I have to say, man, the gold in her really pops. Really cool. She's really, really, like, like really high. She looks really high quality, That's right? Really I, you nice. know, you can tell quality. I'd love to see a little Shira figure done like that. That'd be really nice. Yeah, that would really, look nice. Really, like nice gold under there. Well, well done, well done, Zelda from what company again? Good smile. Good smile. See, I'm not too familiar with all. This. I mean, there's a lot of these little deformed little figures coming out, man. There's a lot of them. I just, I think the market's oversaturated with these kinds of things, and I think they have to be absolutely exceptional. No, for what for, to, to to get my attention. I mean, I'm not really into deform. I get a few pops here and there, but not many. But also, on a whole, I don't really go near deform stuff. But occasionally, I'll see the odd one or two. It's like, okay, that's exceptionally nice. And this this Zelda, I have to say, is what is that does qualify for that. So I think well done on that one. Okay. Yeah, and certain licenses really, you know, like the, the Funko does a lot of the little ones, right? That are not the pop size, but these smaller size that are solid PVC. Yeah. Usually blind box them and. Yes. Um, and most of them, you know, it depends so much on the license and the design. Um, you know, I really got into the Rick and Morty ones because I thought it fit really well. Mm. Um, it was way better than their Funko, the line of action figures they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which just didn't translate well. But but doing these as sort of these little deformed, oversized head versions worked really well with that license. Yeah, cool. That does, that does. Okay, best best build a figure. Yeah, and this this is a category that I think is funny because probably four years ago we were going to drop it from the poppies. There weren't there, there was like three Hasbro releases that one year, and nobody else was doing any of them. And we're like, well, you know, maybe it's the time has passed. And now there's Mattel and Hasbro are cranking out the wave after wave with a build a figure, and other companies are sque- squeezing it in whenever they can. I just saw that you know this year the WWE line has one of those. Um, balloon guys you know like you see outside the used car dealer um, oh yeah they've got one of those you can build when you buy the wwe figures and okay uh, cool. it's, it's yeah it's just a it's a concept that has definitely not gone anywhere and is actually really booming right now but the one the one that won this year is the ghostbusters rooftop diorama it is excellent it certainly deserves the award it took two years i think by the time we got all the waves to build this thing but it's huge it's seven inch scale it looks great with the figures um, and yeah, it definitely deserves it. Now they're starting the second, uh, the Ghostbusters two figures because it's a firehouse front, right? Yeah, and I just got the first three of those. So those are starting. It'll probably be sometime at the end of next year before we've got the firehouse front. But uh, that'll be a, another exceptional add to the to the display. Yeah, nice, very well, nice there now. I mean, like and these these work with the you know if you didn't. Um, like the figures quite as much, which I did. I, you know, they're not bad. But if you if you like the old Mattel figures better, they work too because they're the six inch scale. So they'll fit right on this rooftop as well. I get rid of all my Mattel, Mattel figures once I got my. I sold them all to pay for the uh, Blitzway ones, and that was it really. So I'm, I'm golden on that one. Okay, this is a great one. Best vehicle. Yeah, we used to do best vehicle and playset, which completely makes sense, even though the two words seem very different. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, a vehicle is just a playset with wheels, right? I yes. mean, that's kind of the point. They're the same thing. Uh, and also, we combined them in past years because there just weren't that many of them. There's only so Not many these days. playsets and vehicles being produced. But yeah, they're just, they're, they're just really booming right now. So we figured this year they deserved to have the, them split up on the ballot. Um, and... Uh, 
the winner this year. Oh. Uh, I really, I kept meaning to get one. I never did because I knew they were on sale. I had one for I a never couple of nights. One. And the ultimate Batmobile. Uh, this thing is a, it's a it's an RC vehicle, except you can, it's RC in, uh, from your phone. Yes. And, uh, you know, it has an app to control it. It does yes. smoke and sounds and yes. lights. And, yes, yes, yes. Um, now, I did hear, and, and I had one person I knew who had it who did say the distance wasn't very good, right? So it's, I'm assuming it's Bluetooth. Uh, yes. And it kind of, you, you had to be pretty close to the car the whole time. Well, I only did it inside my apartment. It. I didn't actually to take it out on the road or anything like that. I'd have to ask, ask my friend. Yeah, but so. I had it here for a, for a couple of nights. And, what what is exceptional about this? You see, you got to understand the kind of playability that's in this. When you were a kid, you 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 know, you put your action figures into into the into car. Now, this what's great about this? This is like a vehicle that you get for your action figures. That has happens to be remote control and the Bluetooth. So it works better if you think of it like that, because you put your bat your cool Batman figure, and it's a pretty decent Batman figure. You can put him in there. But what's amazing about this is there's a camera in the cockpit that looks over mm -hmm. Batman's shoulder. So when the car is driving around, you've got this view <laughs> on your iPad or your iPhone. <laughs> That's you inside the cockpit with Batman driving around. And what's amazing is that when you start firing off the guns, little graphics will show. and There'll be little explosions on your screen as well. And they're, they're <laughs> decent, man. And you, fire, you can fire these shots. The Gatling gun shoots and the screen yeah. vibrates. It's Amazing, and you know the when the, the the accelerator goes up, the sound goes up. The accelerator goes down, the sound goes down. It's everything you want. You could. It's honestly everything. If you haven't got this and you're a Batman fan, you are mental not to. Even if you don't like the movie, as a toy, this is one of the yep. best toys toys I've ever seen in my life. It is amazing. So I was very happy. It's very. It, for me, it was an easy winner. I think, even though it was yeah, up against what? Well, what was I mean, it up against, it Mike? It's up against the Ghostbusters Ecto One and Ray Speeder. Ray's yeah, well, we had several of the. They took second and third, and we had a couple of the the black ser series uh, vehicles, right? You also had Luke Speeder, Speeder that was on the ballot. Mm. What Ecto One uh, is that? So there was. Hmm? What Ecto One? What Ecto One is that one? The Ecto One that's from uh, Playmobil. Oh, that one! Oh, yeah, right. I was wondering. Yeah, oh, yes, uh, yes, yes. Light yes. sounds, and yeah. Oh, did it light? Oh, it had light and sounds. I'd see, I, I did not yeah, have yeah, light yeah. and sounds. Oh, well, was it remote control? No. It wasn't remote control. Okay, well, this is like this is remote control. And the paint application, now, this it came with a cool basin diorama. The packaging was sweet on this thing as well. Oh, Mike, you have to get it. You have to get it. Seriously. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's so I much fun. I because some one of the bargain stores had it for 150 bucks. I forget which one, but they're not around here. So I keep hoping that one of my bargain stores around here will get it in. Absolutely amazing. Okay, well, and I'm delighted to see that our next category is next is the best playset. Right, wow. yeah, so we broke those up, and now these are playsets. And the, the third place winner I thought was really sweet. It's the only one in uh, six scale that uh, kind of dominated, and that's the, the captain's chair from QMX. Yes. Uh, that was just so cool. Yeah, you got to have your Captain Kirk sitting in that chair. He's just perfect. Uh, the animated Batcave from DC Collectibles, that was cool. Had had Alfred and a bat computer. And, uh, that's a really cool playset, too. And, and DC Collectibles has done a good job with that line. Remember oh, the, that's an excellent line. Dominated in this in this category with the Batmobile the one year. They had the lights and sounds, and then they had the, uh, the Batplane. Uh, so, yeah, this Batcave kind of followed up those two. Uh, but the winner is the Ghostbusters Firehouse from Playmobil. Uh, yeah. That is a cool playhouse. It is It is. It is a lot of fun. You, I, I've bought all – I love I love Playmobil anyway, right? I just – I always have. They're just – they're like um, Legos, uh, R-rated Legos sometimes. Right? I mean, <laughs> like they do anything. Yeah. One of my favorites I had of an executioner, you know, you're like, who gives a three-year-old an executioner, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have a vulture, and he comes with a little skeleton that he that he sits on top of, like he's pecking the bones. And um, and this, this firehouse is just it is a really cool playset. And uh, what I love about Playmobil is you get to build it like Lego, but then once it's built, you get to play with it like a real toy. Cool, yeah, they're a bit more articulated, a bit they're a bit more bigger, aren't they? As well, the Lego, they're a bit they're, they're substantially bigger than Lego, aren't they? Playmobil. Okay. Yeah, Playmobil are yeah, quite a bit larger than Lego figures. Uh, excuse me. Okay, right then. Let's say we're going to go on to best statue now next. Yeah, best statue. So what do we got here? There's a, you know, there was some. It, it was a really crowded. Uh, yes. Uh, category this year, but you know, and and I also think this is one of those categories where one of the companies did a good job of promoting themselves with the people picks. 
um, and and Artorias won in that won the gold over there, and the Mouth of Sauron took second, and both uh, uh, Weta and um, who's the company that did Artorias uh, first first four? Yes. Um, both of them did a good job of promoting with their fans to, to go out and vote. So uh, they took the first and second over there. But uh, on the Poppy side, the designer series Joker, which was the based on the uh, Killing Joke uh, design uh, from uh, DC Collectibles, that's the one that uh, that took the gold. Um, and I think it's a that the thing is is that the Killing Joke design is always popular. Right. It's just a really like that cover art has remained oh, sort of like, so iconic. iconic. Yeah. Um, and this one, you know, Kotobuki has done a couple of statues based on it. This isn't like the first statue, but I think this one just went with a nice standard. He's standing there from the waist down, right? They always have to make something up. Right? Mm-hmm. What's he doing from the waist down? And we've seen a lot of different weird designs, some of them better than others. But this one, they just went with a nice. He's just standing there. Yep. Uh, and but, I think it. Now, to me, the best one of the year, the one I picked and put on top, was the Ghost Rider from XM Studios, mm. with the flames around the bike. And yeah, I, I just thought that was a that was a, a super visual. That was a but cool I have Ghost to Rider. admit that this, the clean lines of this and the quality of this of the DC uh, Joker, yeah, I can see why I won. Mm, it's a nice statue, and again, it's hard to beat that iconic image. It's one of the best images of Joker you're ever going to see, really. Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Stay tuned. Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. The Mexican International package is shipped daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're going to carry on now. We just saw there that Joker, the designer series Joker, won the best uh, statue from la- from last year. So let's get on to the best bust. Yeah. Now this is a category where we're you know we just talked about baths you know being on the upswing. And a few years ago, I was talking about getting rid of them as a as a category. Best bust. This is one that's kind of on a downswing these days. Yeah. There's not nearly as many. You know, I remember 15 years ago, you couldn't throw a stone at a convention without breaking 12 busts. Yep. Um, everybody and their brothers was making them and. Uh, and Gentle Giant has always been the leader, but they were just cranking them out across the licenses. Uh, that's you know that's calmed down quite a bit these days, but there's still some fairly good possible choices out there. Um, and the winner, of course, I, as you might expect, Gentle Giant still tends to dominate this category, and their Macquarie-style uh, Han Solo took the gold. Um, I believe that was the that was the Comic Con exclusive as well. All right, okay. They had that last year, and all of the Macquarie designs have always done well, right? We've seen the Chewbaccas, and the, they did well when they did them as action figures, right? We did the, saw the Chewbaccas, oh, yeah, and Stormtroopers, yeah, yeah. and um, uh, but and this Han we haven't seen a lot of, so I think that also, um, you know, he's got kind of that. Um, Oh, I don't know. It's got a real pulp feel to it, right? Even mm-hmm. more so than the designs in the that made it into the movie. Yeah, it does. It's very Quarmacore stuff. It's very, very pulpy and quite seventies as well, which I quite liked as well. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're going to go on to so well done there for the Macquarie Han there for winning best puppies, and it was up against Caesar Deadpool, and uh, Biz. Uh, yeah, that was another gentle giant. And then the Man Bat one took third, and Man Bat's one of the I I really liked Man Bat. You got to remember the stuff from that was that's from Diamond Select. And those things are only like forty, fifty bucks. The, yeah. the, they're really, I think they're forty bucks. And and while the paint is usually where they they, they kind of slide to get to that price point, uh, the Man Bat is an excellent, excellent looking bust. If you like the animated series. Cool. 
cool. Right, we're going to swiftly move on to... Hold on, let's, let's have a quick look. How much have we got left? Ah, we're, we're not too much. We're not too much. We're coming up to near the end, actually. Okay, so we got Best Designer Vinyl Figure. Yep. And we got some, we got some interesting little ones here. This is a this is a category where we used to get more um, one-off, rare, unusual, individual artist nominations. We didn't get many this year. The field was really crowded with Funko, of course, as you mm-hmm. would imagine. Yep. Oh, kind of dominating. You were dominating San Diego Comic Con for crying out Well, less. and Funko's <laughs> also got like four different varieties, right? You got Dorbs and Rock Candy and everybody and their brothers got a different version of that same sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but it was really a surprise the winner was out of QMX, Quantum Mechanics and their Q-Figs. Uh, their Wonder Woman. Sweet. Took the top spot, and 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 um, Wonder Woman had a had a really good year last year. Let's face it, as a, in terms of the industry in general, and the the Q figs are really cute. I mean, you can't really you can't deny she's how awesome, cute man. all she's riding of the her Q horse. Are. The sp- yeah, and this one's the deluxe, sort of the nicer version where she's riding her horse and all determined and battle ready and charging at the battle. Yep, yeah, she was absolutely. So right, was, but she was uh, up against Pinky and the Brain, which is also quantum mechanics. Oh, that's another Q fig, which I I have Pinky in the brand. I can't. That's a line that just doesn't have enough merchandise. No, I need. We the world generally needs more Pinky in the brain. Really, we want yeah. we want Pinky in the brain to rule the world. Anyway, for crying out loud, be better off. Uh, Rock Candy Elvira. That's a nice little one as well. Yeah, that all Rock Candy Rock Elvira. Candy. That was nice, man. That was a nice little figure. Yeah, all of the Rock Candy are nice. They they really are high quality stuff. Mm, there's, some, there's, some, there's some nice little things there, aren't there? Okay, this is an interesting one now, which. I've only got. I don't even have any of the nominations. I haven't even seen any of these nominations in these ones. My goodness, well, I'm going to admit to complete ignorance on this one, but my God. See, I'm a bit annoyed at one of these ones because it's like, you can buy this? It's how it. Before you even talk about it, where it comes in, in the thingy, there's a Blade Runner 2049 blaster. Man, what's the story with that? How'd you get that? Well, now, the blaster, the 2049 blaster, is the actual actual prop so this is the way the story goes as I understand it the the uh, company that makes these Hollywood collectibles was making this blaster and this is we're talking high-end we're talking like a thousand dollars blaster they were making this blaster based on the movie the original Blade Runner yeah right when they went to make Blade Runner 2049 they just went to the to Hollywood collectibles and said, well, for the screen, we just want to use some of your blasters because they match, you know, they're so good from the original one and we okay, don't have yeah, any originals. Cool. We're yeah. not going to go make our own. We'll just use yours. So technically, <laughs> the prop replica was actually the prop. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> that's so there's probably no real surprise that that one won gold. I mean, it's it's you can't much get much cooler than yeah, that. But is it it is a, how much can, can a it, well, person buy one? Yeah, yeah. Go over to Hollywood Collectibles. They have them in stock. A thousand bucks. All right. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah, okay. I won't be buying that one then. <laughs> and Hollywood Collectibles makes a lot of nice stuff. They're always at San Diego Comic-Con. <coughs> Excuse me. They're always at San Diego Comic-Con. And yeah, they make yeah. a lot of nice stuff. Oh, yeah. Their booth is always one of the first ones I go to when I'm over there. And it was up against... Uh... All right. We'll, we'll, we'll actually go through the... Um... We'll actually go through where they were. Well, the, I was kind of surprised at the third place winner. Uh, Diamond bust. Select did uh, the Shakespeare's bust from 1966 Batman. <clears throat> now oh, it doesn't. Yes. It's a bank, right? So it's hollow. Yeah. And it's got the red button on it. I think what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to buy another one and I'm going to gut it and see if I can't turn it into a switch for something. That'd be nice. For your, oh, a switch for your 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 barn. Yeah, something. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. something yes. to the barn. That would be cool. And also because um, Han Solo's the, blaster. The second place winner is the Han Solo blaster from Todd's Costumes. Which uh, I completely forgot when I did my picks. I should be so embarrassed. Uh, it was easily the best prop I got last year. It was so cool. It is the best Hans blast- Blaster I've ever seen. Um, and uh, it was only through my own stupidity that I didn't pick it as my winner. Uh, but it is. it took second in the poppies. I'm not surprised. But it was beat up by the Blade Runner Blaster. How much is that Han Solo Blaster? Uh, much cheaper. Right? About 500 bucks. <sighs> and it is beautiful. Beautiful. Are they still available? Yep, yep. I've always wanted a Han Solo blaster, man. Yeah, check my review. I have a review of it up. In okay, I shall do. MWCToys.com, boys and girls. Okay, best building set. All right, what, explain what exactly this would be. Or just be like a Lego 
Yep, these are building sets. And in the back in the day, we used to do best like at the company level. We'd say is Lego versus Master, you know, versus uh, Mega Blocks versus McFarland, etc. Then we got down to more like the line: Star Wars versus Batman movie, blah blah blah. Uh, now we actually pick the actual sets, which set stood out for people. Um, and it was no surprise to me that the Ultimate Collector series, Matt Millennium Falcon, that Lego did this last year, <laughs> it's insane. Uh, took the gold. It's just, it's just insane how <laughs> nice that set is. So good. Have you got one? No, I've a friend of mine bought it, and him and his son put it together, and it's just. <sighs> how long did it take them? Uh, it took them a few days. Oh, yeah, I, think, I know the last big one was the Ghostbusters Fire Station, wasn't it? Yeah. That, was, that was an epic now the, well. the uh, second place went to the Saturn V rocket which I thought was cool because that's a historical you know set that's not something based on a licensed movie or something mm. so that was kind of cool that mm. you got the historical set in there too we need Sony. more stuff like that out there really I think yeah well Lego if they can make money doing that, that kind of stuff sure did you hear they found Amelia Earhart uh, I did hear that the bones are supposed to be her. Yeah, that's she bad. was on the island, right? Then they find her on yeah, the island. Yeah, she might have been on the island. She went native for a bit, maybe the eight or yeah. something. Anyway, fascinating. <laughs> I digress. So this is up against the Batcave. And it, it, just to, to digress a little bit more, that was the joke on Saturday Night Live this week. Barbie, you know, Mattel did a Barbie this week. That's um, Amelia Earhart. Oh. And the joke was, well, that'll be the first doll where you're sitting around the house going, she's around here somewhere. <laughs> I haven't seen her in that live in a long time. There you go. Oh, I, I All right, so the last category we have is yeah. Best Miscellaneous, and this is just where we dump whatever the hell we couldn't find a spot for in any of the other categories. Wee, yeah. And this category, what I thought was really interesting, is dominated by nostalgia this year. Um, all three, the, the top three winners are, are super nostalgic. Mm. Uh, the third place went to the Street Fighter... Uh, muscle figures, yep. you know, the little tiny yes, yes, bubblegum yes, yes. machines style figures. And those are really cool, but the Street Fighter ones are particularly cool. I mean, they just they did a great job with the license, um, and they're just a neat little idea. I wish we had really cool bubblegum machine type stuff. Do you not do bubblegum machines? There's, still, there's loads of bubblegum machines still over here. Yeah, there's not much left over here. And uh, when you do get them, they got like really cruddy crap in them. All right, okay. Oh, well, those muscle things are pretty. Yeah, I got the Master Universe ones, those muscle things are quite funny. So I just stand them on the Street Fighter ones. And they're doing all sorts of ones. They're doing little Iron Maiden ones, and they're doing all kinds yep. of crazy ones. So, yeah, cool little things. Great little Prime homies. Remember homies? No? You oh. don't remember homies? Oh, come on. Homies? That wasn't that long ago. As in yo, homie? Or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were little homies. Yeah, they were <laughs> super <laughs> ethnic. Super brothers. Cool. Yeah. All right, okay. So um, then you've got, in the second spot, is the legendary Lion Voltron, which Playmates is doing, you know, the whole Voltron line again. Yes. And these, this is the lion one where you've got like eight lions. I forget, I think there's so many there. I think there's eight different lions. No, 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 I, no, no, no. There are 12? Mike, Mike, there are... Five lines. It's five lines. All? Five lines. Or so there more lines? One for the head and the body. One for the arm. You sure? One for the leg. I watch Voltron, Legendary Defender, <laughs> on uh, watch we call it on Netflix, the new show, and I love it. It's one of my favorite shows. I ah, love. See, I just show. look at the figures on the shelf, and yeah. it looks like there's more than that. Well, this is a, so anyway, this, this is the retro one, isn't it? This is the retro, the original Volt, because I do believe this company has raised two of them, because. They're really cool actually because you, you once you get you get you can buy your individual figures and they snap together and when you snap them together the actual vo- voice activates and it does all different things depending on how you snap it all together and make the ultimate robot Voltron kind of thing. But is this the, is this the retro one the kind of this old design or the design from the Netflix show? This is the retro and it's huge. It's like it's like an eighteen inch figure. But yeah, it's yeah, yeah, get down yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, no, I've, I've seen reviews of it actually. It's quite nice. I was I was quite t- I I'm not into the old one. I'm into this new one. But I wasn't really big on the, the new version of the toy. But it was still very well made for a, a just a standard retail toy. It's an extremely well-made Voltron. And there's a yeah. whole thing about Voltron, uh, how many different Voltrons there have been. Because it came out of Japan, and Matchbox made one. There was Diecast, then there was one that raised America, but it didn't come with a sword, or a sword was too small. And there's been loads of very disappointed people with Voltron figures over the years. Mattel, Matty Collector made one. That was a travesty altogether. It was massive, but it was a big clunking mess. It couldn't do anything. But it feels that Playmates have finally nailed it with this particular Voltron, which is a, a retro version. But they've used the same kind of engineering standards as the one based on their Netflix show, and uh, it's it's a fine looking toy, so it is, you know, great great looking toy. Nice vibrant. Well, colors. the uh, the big winner was out of Gentle Giant. Gentle right? Giant. So the winner of gold is the Jumbo Early Bird set. 
Now you know the Gentle yes. Giant's been doing those jumbo yes. figures, right? That's yes. based on the the old figures, sort of like a big pencil. That's what I always think of. <laughs> it's like let's take the little three and three quarter inch figure and make him twelve inches tall and make it look exactly the same as it did when it was four inches tall. And and they've done really well with those. Again, it just screams nostalgia, right? It just tweaks that nostalgia bone. Oh, that's amazing. well. You remember the early bird set, right? Yeah, oh, I remember it well, Mike. I remember it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Kenner didn't have their figures ready for Christmas, and I was then two years parents old. Parents could buy the early bird set. <laughs> and uh, so that's what this is based on. It's the Luke, Leia, Chewbacca, R two uh, figures. Oh. That, that match up with that first release of those characters, but in 12-inch scale. And it's a cool set. I love the Jumbo Star Wars figures. I love them. I've got, like, four of them myself. I've got um, Bosk, I've got Boba Fett, and I've got Han and Chewie. I mean, that's kind of kind of what you want, really, really. I was tempted to get a Vader, but uh, they're lovely. They're so cool, man. They're absolutely awesome. Yeah, no, that, that, that's, a, that's a fine set to win, actually. To be honest, a really interesting category there, to be honest. Lots of, there's actually that's quite a good category. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's, I mean, I would have put the Voltron as number one in that one, to be honest, because I just think it's a very well-made toy. It's, yeah, it's, well, Playmates is doing a good job with those lines. You know what I mean? So it's a well-made toy, and that does take it. So, your conclusion and observations, Mike, come on. Uh, concluding observations, well, I think that, uh, you know, Hot Toys, unlike past years, did not win in every category they were nominated in, which, you know, that's an interesting uh, observation on the industry. One twelfth, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's really that line has gotten super popular and you can tell that from the aftermarket prices that are going insane right yeah, now man, it's, a, it's, uh, it's mad and it's just great to see an increase again and across all of the female categories there are way more choices yeah. um, way more good choices yeah i mean what, what, what do you think of the industry as a whole because obviously now we got uh to end, to end show, well, we got toys r us closing down yep. i mean they were starting to close down stores here in the uk already i mean that was announced announced pretty much straight after christmas that they were going to start closing down some toys r us stores here in the uk so obviously that's led to the closers in some way or another to the ones in the us now and there does i mean i haven't read any articles yet now or anything myself and i haven't had time but what's your what's your take on all that i mean how because i have to say man literally about 90 percent of my workload at the moment what keeps the roof over my head is toy related I'm doing so much toy work, and so I'm I'm quite concerned. So what do you think? What's, what's... yeah? It'll it'll it's gonna hurt. Um, it'll be interesting to see you know how well Walmart and Target and stores like that pick up the slack because I think that's part of it, right? I I don't shop like even myself. I don't go to Toys R Us very much anymore. No, Unless they've got an exclusive. I pick up most of my stuff at Target. It's closer, and I like the store, and I can buy other stuff when I'm there. And being an action figure guy, they they cover the lines I care about. So and and I and I think we you know it's it's less of a action figure thing and more of a toy industry in general thing and a very specific is how poorly Toys R Us itself was managed and run. Mm. Um, you know you can't it, retail is a tough market these days and you've got to be you've got to be good at it. You know you're not going to see Target go out of business anytime soon because they're doing a pretty good job of managing their way through it. Uh, but other stores like Kmart and Toys R Us just they they've they failed to be able to manage under these new paradigms. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, I, I mean, the toy odds and toys just I thought were getting very boring. I mean, there, there's not very interesting figures they get into those stores. They seem to go for the just the, the big hitters, and and that tends to be you don't really get well over here anyway. I mean, I, I haven't, you know, I don't know what the toys Russes are like in, in the states, but over here it is just. The, the bigger names you 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 you'll never see a McFarlane, you know, for instance, in a Toys R Us over here. Like you, you just will not. You you won't see a NECA figure in a Toys R Us over here. Yeah. All see, those are all here. We, we they, the, actually see that's who's going to get hurt. Target doesn't carry any of the NECA stuff. Mm. So uh, Toys R Us still did. GameStop still does. Um, so you're going to see them get probably pinched pretty hard. Uh, versus, uh, you know, anybody who's Mattel and Hasbro that, you know, they're still, they we, should be able to shove their slack over into the other stores. But yeah, I mean, do, I mean, do you think that's quite a likely thing to happen then that these that these other to order companies will pick up the slack of, of Toys R Us and say, right, well, we'll start ordering in these ones if there's demand for it and, and things. Do you mean I that? would hope so. We'll see. I would hope that you'd see better distribution of some of this other stuff, but. Um, but I do think uh, if I was of all the companies, I would think NECA is looking at it as being 
uh, probably the most painful because it was one of their big distribution me- methods. At least in America, anyway, because over yeah, over yeah, here, at least at a retail at a retail level, not yeah, online. Because Naked over here would, and I would imagine probably the same for Europe as well. For most of Europe, Naked do only go into specialist stores. You know, it's like your Forbidden mm-hmm. Planets and your your standard comic book. I mean, Forbidden Planet now is like a, it's 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 a big store. It's like a big, 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 big store that's full of everything. You know, comic comic mm-hmm. books downstairs, and then your standard figure statues, hot, sideshow hot toys, and all the rest of it up, upstairs kind of thing. So they're, they're they're quite a big retail, and they they have pretty much a store in every every one of the major cities here in in the UK and and in Ireland kind of a thing. So that's how most of the people over here would get their figures, and obviously from Amazon and eBay and things like that as well. So yeah, I mean. Obviously, in America, it's it, it's 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 a different ball game because when you have these neck of like where those Ninja Turtle figures, for instance, in Toys R Us, for instance, those the giant, quarter scale ones. Yeah, um, they may have been in some. I know uh, they do have some of their quarter scale stuff in stores. Right. All of their seven inch stuff shows up. Right, that's very interesting. Oh, see that will aliens, hurt. predators. That will hurt you. See, that will hurt. I mean, they I even had some of their Living Dead doll stuff show up recently when they were doing some of the some of the offshoot. Yeah, LDDs. Yeah, well, but McFarlane with the McFarlane Walking Dead figures being twice. Yeah, the McFarlane Walking Dead were all there. So was that you know how they branched out into that new seven-inch line where they yeah. kind of mixed everything together, Spawn and Walking Dead, and they were they were trying to push that scale a little harder. Yeah. I think Star Trek is supposed to still come out in that line. Well, I don't think uh, Todd they Mc... carried their building figures, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, McFarlane's doing those Star Trek figures. Remember? That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're supposed to. Do series, but it was all part of that seven-inch themed, you know, video game license. So McFarlane line. won't take that sitting down, really. He'll he'll find another avenue to get those figures out to mass retail in, in one way, in order to. Or I mean, you you would you would hope that. I mean, so you, yeah, he's going to get hit on the building figures too, right? Those South Park, Steven Universe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course, as well. Only, I think the only other retailer that I ever saw carrying them that was a mass retailer was Walmart had a few of them. Right. But you know the targets, buyers of the world. Yeah, I mean uh, the, I the, the few few the, the, the video game stores over here as well. Like game, they'll like, carry some of these figures. They'll carry a few walking into McFarlane's and things like that over here. But generally speaking, no, it's it all is all special. So that is quite concerning. But I hope you you would hope anyway that the companies like McFarlane would find a way to still get the product out there. But I mean, but I mean, does Amazon? I mean, the sales for Amazon's are through the roof and things like that lately as well. So. People are, are buying their figures mostly online these days, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, it's going to be, it might actually be a big uh, boom for the online retailers, especially the mom and pops, where you start, start turning to the mom and pops and doing pre-orders to make sure you're getting this stuff, or an entertainment earth, where you know you can pre-order stuff and get it. Well, as long as it just doesn't, you know, as long as it doesn't affect the industry as a whole, I'm just a bit, you know, dubious about, about that one. But I mean, you do have these other companies like Four Horsemen, like, you know, uh, Boss Fight, like Zika Toys and all those dudes. I'm doing the sectars, all the, you know, do you remember the toy line sectars? Sectors? Sectors. I remember the original. The original one, yeah. Well, there's a company now called Zika Toys, and they're released data. The Kickstarter got fully funded and everything. I did a packaging illustration for them and stuff. And like, so it's companies like that that are, you know, they're, they're, these Kickstarter campaigns, I think these are the kinds of things that are probably keeping things alive as well right. to, to a certain extent. So, I mean, there, there's that as well. Other avenues. But, yeah, it's definitely something to be watching, and it's, uh, hopefully it won't affect the industry too much. But there you go now. That's our Poppy's episode, Mike. I mean, you know, in, an interesting year for figures for sure. There's definitely yeah, it was. There's a def- lot of good stuff. Def- I mean, I will tell you that my uh, figure collection now has kind of reached a nice pinnacle, and I'm going to be slowing down on my figure, so I'm going to be a little bit more... Uh, it'll only be one or two more figures I'll having, so I'll have to be relying on your good ears and your good opinions on a lot of other figures. Because my collection is at an all-time sweetness now, and there's like just a few more coming now that 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 are you know that yeah you know, like I'm sh- like for me it's it, it, there's only so much I, I can get. So for like from Marvel and Star Wars, for instance, they're quite interchangeable, especially Marvel. You can always like rotate your Marvel figures. But I think once you get into your Alan Ripley's and your Terminators and your Indian. Right. Indiana Jones, you're kind of you're you're stuck with those ones, and I'm I'm at a kind of a, a saturation point now where I don't really want to be getting any more figures. But I mean, what what's what what's the figures that you're looking forward to this year before we end up in the show, Mike? What's the, like, for 2018, um, what figures are you looking forward to? Hmm, I'm telling you, I, I'm drawing a blank, man. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Well, Hella would be for me, I think. I'm really looking forward to the Hella figure from Hot Toys. That's the one yeah, I'm well, to. yeah, and I want to see what they're what we're going to get out of Infinity Wars. Uh, they will, they, you know, they, they will the that gauntlet. You see the gauntlet? Oh, the gauntlet! Yeah, the gauntlet is amazing. <laughs> oh right? my I mean, 
God, but we'll probably you'll probably be getting the the Hasbro one though, right? Because I'm I'm not going to get that Hot Toys one, man. That's way no, too I'm expensive. Not Hot Toys one, but the Hasbro I one. I did looks order. Fun. I did order the, uh, and I hope we get it this year. I did order the uh, Ghostbusters Ecto one. Oh, you madman! Yep, yep, yep. I couldn't resist. I so broke it's down. A, it's a pre-order of how much on that? Uh, it was through Sideshow, and I think it was around fourteen hundred. Fourteen hundred bucks. Yeah. And the Sideshow, but I guess you could get a payment plan on that if you wanted. Well, I used points too, man. I had a bunch of. Oh, that's points. right, you jet. Oh, you. Oh, you yeah. met. Oh, you yeah. used the. You that's had like about yeah. You had. Lo- you. You pretty much nearly got it for free, there, didn't you? With all your points. No, but I did save a lot. That's that's <laughs> the way to do it, man. You use up the sideshow points. That's what save was, them for yeah. years and then use them well, so for maybe, something big. Do you think this time next year then we'll have the Ecto One to be reviewing? I then? certainly hope so. I'm, you know, and let's face it, Blitzway did a good job getting the Ghostbusters out relatively quick after they announced them. It wasn't too bad. That's it. They did, man. I mean, oh, I don't know. We, oh, we've already discussed. Ecto one, but there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thanks for coming to the show, Mike. I know it was a bit of a short notice kind of thing, but we, you know, we yeah, wa- no wanted to get one out there. So thanks a lot, folks, for tuning in. Uh, we will be back again as soon as we can. It is, it is me. It's all my fault. So send your hate mail to me, Eamon at eamonart.com. Hate mail and love mail is welcome too. It can be love, but if you want to hate. Send it on. You can always check out more of the poppies on uh, mwctoys.com, Mike's website. All the pictures there, all the nominations are there. All the, it's, it's it's all there, and uh, you know it's oh it's interesting stuff because it is nice commentary on what's going on with the whole industry and why things are the way they are. Because Mike's a bit of an old seasoned guy, aren't you, Mike? An old seasoned wise man of the action figure, like a sage. Uh, sure. Yeah. All right. We'll go. I'll stop talking now. Good night, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Good night, Mike. Night.